Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. John 14, 26. All of us want to know how to change. How do we not live so defeated? How do we not live so stuck? We're going to talk about how we change the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's go. Holy Spirit, you guys, this might be the most under-discussed, misunderstood persons of the Trinity, but also just parts of the Bible, right? Like we do not understand the idea that God is with us. He is in us and he is with us. It is a crazy concept. And so how on earth are we supposed to explain it to our kids when we barely understand it ourselves? Now, let me tell you about the times that Jesus introduced the person of the Holy Spirit because they're really spectacular moments. And I think if we believe just these few verses about the Holy Spirit, that it would change everything about our lives. I really believe this is why we do not live, Christians do not live in power, that they do not live in freedom because they are not trusting in the power of God to change them and to gift them and to equip them for the work of building the kingdom. So what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit is he said, you know what? It's better if I go away because I'm going to send the helper to you, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. But basically he says, don't go anywhere. Sit down and don't go anywhere until the Holy Spirit comes. Because what Jesus knows is that these are a bunch of bumbling fishermen that keep misunderstanding him, that keep not believing him, that keep making mistakes, that keep doubting what they're doing and who they are and whose they are. And, you know, it sounds like us. (laughs) Sounds like us. Sounds like the modern day church today. And yet what happened when the Holy Spirit came is they were filled with power and they began to prophesy and they began to preach and they began to do miracles and the hand of God was working mightily through them and people were being saved. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm thinking to myself, I want to live in those days. I want to live in the days where the power of God is evident around me. The power of God is evident through me. The power of God is undeniable in our world, right? That sounds fun. And I would say to you, that is happening. So let me be clear. I don't think we have to go backwards and live in biblical times. I just think the transformation was so clear. What we see now is we see the power of God changing lives all around the world. We see the power of God has sustained the church. We see the power of God has sustained the word being passed to generation to generation. We see the multitudes of people. I mean, right now the church is spread out all over the world. It's millions and millions and millions of people in every country. And what I would say about that is that is despite persecution. That is despite the fact that it's illegal in some countries. The church is growing still. That is a work of the Holy Spirit. But what you are probably wondering is what does that mean for me? What does that mean in my life? What does it mean for me to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to walk with Him? So there's a lot of different beliefs about this, but I'm going to tell you what I believe and what I believe Scripture is clear about is what we know right? It's not about what we don't know. It's about what we know. What we know is that Jesus 
gives the Holy Spirit to anyone that calls on his name. So John 14, 15 through 17 says this, if you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the Father, he's gonna give you a helper. He will be with you forever, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. That's the promise is that the Holy Spirit will be with you and he will be in you. Those of you that have trusted Jesus, the Holy Spirit right now is with you and he is in you. And so what does the spirit do? This is where it gets so good because we got to not be afraid to talk about him, guys. I think that's part of the problem is because it's it's complicated and there's division over it and everybody has different opinions and it can get kind of woo-woo, you know, I think we we don't talk about him. So we got to change that because that is the power within you and that is the power within your kids if they've trusted Jesus Christ that that will help us conquer sin, that will help us discern right from wrong, that will help us know if and when to speak and to help people. I'm telling you how I have known what to do, when to do it, has been the Spirit of God prompting me and leading me. Now, I never hear a voice. I've never heard a voice, but I absolutely believe that the Spirit is nudging me and leading me. And and when I ask God and I'm prayer and I'm like, do I go right? Do I go left? And I sense to go right. I'm trusting that the Spirit is leading me that direction. Now, sometimes it's it's my own opinion, right? Like that's that's real. But if we're truly surrendered and submitted to Jesus and we're saying, you know what, I'll go right or left, God. I just want to do what you want me to do. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Then I do think as we go, then we start to just kind of know like, hey, stop me if I'm wrong because he has the power to do that. And so what that looks like for us is we pray a lot. (laughs) We ask God a lot for wisdom. And we trust that the Spirit's going to give us wisdom. We seek counselors in our small group and, and other people. We, we seek advice and wisdom from God's Word. And then we, we ask the Spirit to lead us and to guide us. And, and some of the things are right there in Scripture. We don't have to wonder what is right or wrong. It's just right there, spelled out for us. Praise God for the Word of God and how much it instructs us in life and godliness. But there's sometimes it's like, well, which way are we going to go? And and we just submit that to the Lord and 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 trust that He is going to lead us, that He's going to show us which way to go. But my favorite thing about the Holy Spirit is that He constantly is reminding me of the truth. So I have this sense in me a lot of times when I've just been selfish and bratty. My, my husband would say cranky, but I would call it bratty where I just have been kind of in a funk for a while or whatever. And, you know, I feel like I'll just hear like this little whisper and it's not a voice, but it's just this thought that'll pass through me that I know is not for me, which is, you know what? Come back, come back, come meet with me. Come on. I like you. I love you. Let's, let's do this. And it's just this reminder of, you know what? I need to go back to Jesus. I need to go back to Jesus. And that's the Holy Spirit. He's helping me. He's reminding me. He's prompting me. He's counseling me. He's he's reminding me of my hope and my place in God's family. It says in John 16 that the spirit of truth, when he comes, he's going to guide us into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. And I've said this before, that there is mystery about God that we don't understand. And I want a God that I can't perfectly understand. Now, I want to know him as much as I can through his word. And praise God, he has revealed so much about himself through his word. But what the Spirit sometimes reminds me of is, hey, Jenny, you don't have God figured out. Like there are things to come that you can't imagine or fathom. And Revelations doesn't do it justice. There are things about my character, about my goodness that you can't comprehend right now. 
it would confuse you. It would overwhelm you. And when I think about, you know, suffering in the world and I try to make sense of everything, I think one of the greatest things that the spirit causes me to do is to exhale and to let God be God, right? And to not figure it all out, but to let him be as powerful as he is. And when we strip all the mystery out of God, when we don't recognize that that he is incomprehensible in some ways, right? I mean, there's a lot we can comprehend. I want to be clear. We don't have to be confused. That's not what he's saying. But I do think we want to be people that stand in awe of a God that's bigger than us. Romans 8, 26 says that the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And I don't know if you've ever been through something really difficult, but what I love about God is that it's okay if you can't even pray. Like that's, I remember reading this verse over my sister going through something really difficult. And she's like, Jenny, I can't even pray. And I was like, that's okay. Because the spirit himself is interceding for you right now. You guys, the supernatural power of God is that he's in you, around you, for you, with you, accomplishing so much more than we can possibly imagine. If Ephesians is right, that we are fighting principalities and dark cosmic forces, that we're not fighting flesh and blood, but we're fighting dark cosmic forces, which sounds like Star Wars, but is Bible. I mean, we are fighting spiritual realms. Then we need the Spirit to help us fight. We need the Spirit to help us pray. We need the Spirit to show us what to do. We need the Spirit to protect us when we don't even know we need protecting. And He is that person. God did not leave us as orphans. He put the Spirit of God with us and in us. He did not go up to heaven and just say, hey, good luck with all this. He sent down the Spirit to be with us so we would not be alone. And he said, it's going to even be better than me being here. It's going to be even better. Where Jesus was limited by the flesh, the Spirit moves and acts for us and causes so many incredible things to happen that we won't know till heaven. What I want you to think of when you think of the Holy Spirit is friend and helper, that you have somebody at any point that you can talk to and you can ask for help. And he is ready and able to help you. He is ready and able to help you. In fact, he's helping you even when you're not asking for help. following along for any period of time, you've probably heard us talk about the Dwell app. It is a audio Bible app, unlike anything we've ever listened to before. And there is a voice or a narrator on the Dwell app that we particularly love called Felix. And we just wanted you to hear Felix for yourself. So check this out. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God? What is good and acceptable and perfect? We worked with our friends at the Dwell app to make a Story of God playlist that you and your kids can listen to in the car or wherever you're going, and it's straight from Scripture. So from Genesis all the way to Revelation, you can listen to God's plan for the world. We just absolutely love the Dwell app around here, as you've probably heard us talk about it. So just for y'all, we did 10% off the yearly plan. You can go to dwellapp.io slash Jenny or follow the link in the show notes and you can download that today and let us know what you think. So if you don't know, we are having conversations with kids about God. And this week, we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit and how much we need Him and how grateful we are that He exists and that He is for us and in us and with us.
Okay, so what are, I know, Jack, I know you love God a lot. More than most 10-year-old boys I know. So I want you to tell people why you love God so much. Well, I love God so much that I, not just that, like, he's answered, like, most of my prayers I've prayed. Not just that, but he also died on the cross for his sins. And nobody in the universe has done that. Mm. And, like, sometimes when I worship God, like, when I uh, do, like, listen to worship songs, I can almost, like, feel like I can see heaven. Mm. Like, I can almost feel it. Mm. Like, I just, like, almost feel his powers Mm. inside my soul, Mm. which I love because how powerful it is. And you just just know. You know he loves you so much. And so that power, let's talk about that. So he gave you a helper. Do you know his name, Anna Kate? Jesus. And? God. And the Holy? And the Holy Spirit. Yep, that's it. So he gave us a helper and a counselor and a friend in the Holy Spirit. So that power says that, that the Holy Spirit equips us to accomplish the good works that God has prepared in advance for us to do. Isn't that cool? That he prepared in advance good works that you would do. And that he equipped you with his spirit so that you could live that out and you'd have power to live that out. That you wouldn't fall back into your sin over and over again, but you could have power over sin and you could do the good works that God prepared in advance for you to do. What are some of those good works you think in your life right now that the Holy Spirit's helping you do? Well, there's a lot of bad things going on in the world right now. So, like, it helps me... Um, focus more and do more good things. Then you're if if we didn't have a Holy Spirit, none of us would be like we would just all be fighting. Like the Lord pretty much just puts like puts light into us, puts the good into us, so we can show it to other people. Mm, why do we want to do that? Why do we want to show it to other people? So they can get the feeling as we did and love God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we want people to love God. Anna Kate, what about you? What does the Holy Spirit help you do? Well, he helps me believe and have hope. And he helps me sometimes make my future and think about what I should do when I'm older. And he does a lot of things like that. And he always helps me like when I'm having a rough time or yeah so let me let me tell you some of the things we know from scripture that the Holy Spirit does that the Holy Spirit convicts us of our sin he comforts us he guides us he shows us what to do he gives us spiritual gifts and the desire to obey God so that that desire you have in your heart to please God that comes from the Holy Spirit He enables us to pray and to understand God's word because sometimes it feels like God's word is confusing. The Holy Spirit helps us know it and understand it. So in John 14, 26, Jesus made a promise that the spirit was going to come. And he said, I'm going to send you a helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Isn't that cool? Like Jesus was like, you know what? I'm not going to leave you alone. It says in another verse, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to send the spirit to be with you, to remind you that your God is real and he's coming back for you. Isn't that awesome? Do you ever feel alone? Yes, 
symptoms of like there's no one there for me. Yeah. And just like invisible. Oh, I think everybody feels that, Jack. I think everybody listening right now has felt invisible and like nobody sees them a lot. How in those times have you trusted in God and hoped? Well, sometimes I just say, I might feel like I'm invisible, but I'm actually not. There's always a God just right there comforting me. Mm, There's always a God right there. And so do you tell yourself that truth? How do you remember truth like that? I don't know exactly. Like, I just feel like that I just know it. Like, I know, like, I know a God is there and I know he's so always comforting. You me. know how you know it? I'm going to tell you. It's John 14, 26, what I just read. That he will teach you all things and he will bring to your memory all that I have said to you. Like, he's, rem- he's reminding you. That's the Spirit of God. When you feel sad, when you feel alone, and you feel hope rise up and you feel... Like, you know what? I'm not alone. God's with me. That's the spirit inside of you. That's that power that you talk about that God gave you to remember the things that he said in God's word. Hey, did you know that Jenny's new five book children's series called The Story of God is officially out for sale. The story of God tells the big picture story of why God made the earth, what is sin, why do we need a rescuer in Jesus, what God has given us in the church, and then what is coming for us in heaven. And it is just these incredible tools that are simple, beautiful illustrations that help you sit and read with your child and understand the basics of our faith. And at the end of each book, there is a parent experience guide that you can sit with your kid And it gives you like step-by-step things to ask them or point out or read together or do like little activities. And Jenny's heart with this experience guide was to really equip you as a parent or as a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle to be able to have these big, deep conversations with your kids and for it not to feel intimidating. So you can go to theolaby.com. That's T-H-E-O-L-A-B-Y.com. And you can order the story of God set today and you'll get each of the five books in the series over the course of the year. So come on, join us. There are some amazing freebies like a parenting webinar with Dr. Paul Tripp, Max Licato, Ruth Chow Simons, Trillia Newbell, Jeff and Alyssa Bethke, and so many others, including Jenny. And this webinar is only for our friends that order the story of God before August 1st. So go to theology.com and order the story of God today.